0: Chris. Chris. Wake up. Chris opened one eye and then the next. His wife, Mel, was standing over him, having just opened the window blinds. The sun was out in full force and true to form, had streamed into the room filling it with light so bright that it was a shock when he opened his eyes. Wake up, sleepyhead. She joked. We promised the kids we would be going for a picnic today. Weather forecast says to expect rain in the afternoon, so I figure this is our best chance. She paused. Our only chance, if we plan on keeping that promise. She chuckled softly. Probably won't hear the end of it from Amelia if we don't. She was referring to Amelia, their five-year-old, bright, smart but very sensitive and precocious daughter. Chris rolled out of bed, kissed his wife good morning, and made a beeline for the bathroom to freshen up. Breakfast is downstairs. His wife called as she walked out the door having completed her mission. Emma, their second daughter, Though older than Amelia by two years, was the quieter and more reserved of the two, Amelia was a big ball of energy. He certainly wouldn't hear the end of it if this trip was postponed. He had a quick shower, got ready, and joined the family for breakfast. He was still only half awake and could make out the kids already sparing with each other having finished breakfast early. No playing at the table. Mel warned sternly, "If you are done, take your plates to the sink." Chris sat down and finished breakfast. Mel finished packing the last of the picnic items into a basket on the kitchen counter and he went out to get the truck ready before loading the things into it. Before long they were all on their way to Phantom Lake with their dog a bulldog, rather unoriginally named, Pug in Toe. Pug was a rescue from two years prior that had since blended in very nicely with the family. The kids liked playing with him, but most of his time was spent sleeping. Phantom Lake Park was a 45-minute drive from Bulba Town where they lived. It was a big park and very popular among the locals. A section of it was used as camping grounds in the past and from time to time by the local boy scouts. The park area was very well maintained and clean most of the time. They had been there a few times before. Its main attraction was a lake at the bottom of a small hill which the kids liked to visit. The kids could have a lot of space to play and he and Mel could keep an eye on them in case they got up to any of their usual antics and needed to be stopped. The ride was rowdy as expected, with both kids intermittently going into sing-along mode when a favorite song came on the radio. In the short periods of calm in between, he and Mel discussed their plans for the coming week. Before long, they were at the park. They found a good spot and unloaded the picnic basket from the car, while simultaneously trying to rein in two very rowdy and rambunctious kids. I need some help with this Amelia, can you come help? Mel gestured toward a small box to Amelia who stopped what looked like a make-believe fight with her sister and ran over. The small box please. Yes, that's the one, thanks. Just over there. Mel directed. On the picnic cloth, yes, right there, good. The rest of the afternoon went by in a blur. After the picnic, the kids begged to run off to play close to the lake. He and Mel didn't see any reason not to let them as long as they stayed close. The park was fairly safe and, as long as they could see them, it would be okay. All right, all right. Just don't go too far away, we need to see you always, is that clear? They nodded their heads in agreement and were off, Leaving Pug behind, who, in true pug form, had already made himself comfortable and dozed off beside them. Portia called yesterday. Portia was Mel's sister, wants to know if she could come over to spend a weekend. He would never say this to his wife directly, but Portia was a bit of a wild child. At 18, she was at that stage where it could be challenging to deal with her, and a lot of times when she came over, there was a discussion about one thing or the other she had done. Still, Mel was always happy to see her, and if it made her happy, that was all that mattered. Sure. When? Next month. Their discussion moved to other things and it was beginning to get cloudy. We should head out. I think that rain that was promised is almost here. Mel said, referring to the weather change. Just then, he heard a shout from down the hill. Dad. Come quickly. He turned to see Emma, frantic tears streaming down her face, running towards them alone. They hurried toward her. What happened? A distraught Emma. Between sobs narrated how Amelia had accidentally fallen into the lake and was unable to come out. Chris began to panic as they all ran down toward the lake. where Where is she? He quickly scanned the lake area as they ran toward it on the far end of the lake, secluded by a tree. there was Amelia spluttering in the lake. He dove in luckily, the current was low, and the area she was in was shallow, but in a few minutes more, she would have drifted off into the other end. His wife stayed ashore trying to calm a very hysterical and sobbing Amelia. As Chris swam toward his daughter, lots of thoughts raced through his mind. If Amelia hadn't come when she did or had come a minute later, there was no telling. He shook the thoughts out of his mind, reached Amelia, and swam with her to the shore. Aside from being a little shaken, she was okay. It was a shallow lake after all. It was a very solemn ride back as they all sat in silence on the way home pondering the events of the day. Listen to podcast version of this and other stories here. If you like this story you might like bushes of the past or in need of a time machine or a summer day in June or roses are red, violets are blue or all in a night's work or the blacksmith's wife or keeping up feel free to leave your comments or ideas. Copyright 2022, Ogo Logo, All Rights Reserved.